Hey, hey, this is Takara, and you are listening to A Letter to My Sister podcast. You are in the right place if you are raised to be a strong, independent woman who didn't have to depend on anybody for anything, but then you realize there were some lessons that you didn't quite get as you were going along the way. We often go through life the best way that we know how, and we don't even realize that there's a better way. So in here, there will be some raw and real conversations surrounding life lessons about the things that we wish that we had known, maybe about self, love, money, and even our careers. So if you're new here, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, and I would love for you to leave a rating and review as well. So now that we've got all that out the way, let's chat, sis. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of A Letter to My Sister podcast. I have got a good one for y'all today because I've got my buddy, Sam, who is part of the Iron Sharpens Iron podcast. And today we are going to be talking about all things men and women because this month was Men's Health Awareness Month and Week, and we had Father's Day. So who better than to come on than my buddy, Sam? Yes, I'm here. I'm here. I'm right here. Yes. So what's going on? How are you today? I'm tired. I just went to the office. I'm a little, eh, but I'm here. Okay, I'm going to need you to pick that up now. I got to pick it up? Okay, it was a long day at the office. You can't be on here bored on my podcast. I'm Why? not bored. I'm never that. I'm here to answer your questions. Okay, well, let's try into to it. yeah, this try to get something so we going. Can get on. this yeah. going. <laughs> Lord, it's the hard hitting questions here. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. We we gonna start tough. So so y'all, me and me and Sam, we've known each other for quite a while. Two thousand three and four. Four. Yep. Yeah, two thousand and four. Yeah. Four. So. Yeah. Yeah, we have lots of stories that we can tell, but we are not going to do that. Not today. No, no, no. We are That's, not going to. We share those laughs privately. <laughs> All right. Well, since he's tired, we're going to jump right into this so we can wake this man up. Oh, Lord. All right. So, Sam. Yes. Because we just had Father's Day mm-hmm. not too long ago, mm-hmm. and you and I talk about girl dad sometimes. So, tell me, what in your opinion, is the importance of a man in his daughter's life? It's very important because I am her first love. That That's very key into her life. Like when she wants to feel protected, she runs up, jumps on me. You know, it, it's different because, you know, I have a son, your godson. And now I have a daughter. Two different ways I did it. Mm-hmm. I was a big fan of tough love with my son. But I can't be tough love with my daughter. So a man shows a young lady how it is to feel loved. In my opinion. Like how a man's supposed to open a door for you. Make sure you're safe. Make sure you're taken care of. That comes from dad. And so that's every time I see her, I make sure she is well taken care of. She gets whatever she wants to a fault sometimes. <laughs> um, but yeah, when daddy's here, daddy's here and this is where I sit. This is where I am. This is my daddy. Then it's because my daddy to whoever's in the room. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it, I feel like the women who didn't get that probably lost out on some reality or some false expectations of what it means to truly feel love. Like because I, I loved her since I knew she was around. When she was swimming in the womb, I loved her more than anything itself. Like it's it's different, so different. So, yeah, I think it's very important. After all that, it's very important. So, do you feel like do you feel like your daughter changed 
your perspective and how you see women at all? Well, I became softer. I became more intolerant of women being disrespected. Like before, I could just ignore it because mm-hmm. it didn't really affect me. It, they weren't talking about me. Or they weren't talking to you or somebody like that. Mm-hmm. So I could just let it go. But when I see them disrespecting young ladies, now I have a young lady that I protect. Now it's, oh, you ain't going to talk this way about my daughter. And men don't really get that. It doesn't click until they have one. So before you can protect yourself, you ain't nobody going to try you. So I wouldn't worry about a quote unquote strong woman because they know how to defend themselves because they had to do it forever. Mm-hmm. But then I want to raise a strong woman, but I'm a still protector. Like then I realize, okay, it's these young ladies out here who want who they're not they don't need protection or calling out for protection. They but to say, hey, I have your back, sis. That's giving them comfort, giving them, you know, something that they probably would rather have. They would rather another man step up and say, hey, you out of pocket for this, bruh. And I really didn't catch that until I had a baby, a baby girl. Because for the rest of her days, I'm her protector. I always wondered if a man's perspective or just the way that he sees women, if his vision changes the moment that he has a daughter, because maybe he looks at things a little bit differently or he sees things from a different viewpoint. So based off what you said, it's absolutely true that your daughter kind of opened your eyes to a different way for you to see women, to view women, and even maybe protect some like other women that you may see out on the street for anything that, you know, looks like could be going awry. Yes. And going awry or I remember seeing this lady at the gas station and this dude yelling at her. I just stared at the dude. I'm like, it was like I stared at him and I was like, I dare you touch her. I don't know y'all relationship. I don't know if this is your girlfriend, wife, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to touch her. And I just, I stood there for a good five, ten minutes while they was arguing. And normally, back in the day, back, way back when, I would I would just mind my business and kept walking. Mm-hmm. But when you see that, like, that's somebody's daughter. That's what happened. You start thinking, okay, what if this was my daughter? What would you want someone to do? Ah, I see. And because I'm so, like, even if I go on Twitter and some people just being out of pocket, it was like, okay, what if this was my daughter being harassed on social media? Mm -hmm. What would I do? Yeah, what would Sam do? Now I would go and challenge him. Like, you ain't going to talk to me like that. That's good. So, okay. So it made you a little softer. Yes. So did that then transition to maybe some of your other relationships then? No. I'm soft with her. Okay. Not with everyone. Like when she comes around, I'm... A puddle of mush. Yeah. She does whatever (laughs) she wants, whenever she wants, however she wants, to an extent. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, she says she wants chicken nuggets. I'm getting chicken nuggets. I don't care what I got to do. And baby girl love her some chicken nuggets. Yes. Every picture she got a nugget in her hand. Yes. <laughs> and that's what she wants. That's what she will eat. So that's what I get. But, you know, when it's time for bed, all I got to do is cut the lights out. Let her watch her iPad. Yes, she has an iPad. I don't. It, it is what it is. Well, I feel like most kids have an iPad now. I, I don't think the age matter. Well, she just turned three. I think they all do. I think they might start it too. Well, probably so. <laughs> but yeah, she watches her shows and, you know, it's it's different. Like, it's very different. She has to know how it feels when a man truly loves you. Because if you don't know, you can get tricked by somebody who just wants to lay up with you. 
and they telling you that it's love and you know what love feels like and this is not it. Like I shouldn't feel hurt. I shouldn't feel abused. I shouldn't feel bad. No, that's not love. Love is feeling secure, feeling safe, feeling protected. You know, that's love from a man. Mm-hmm. All your needs are met. Every last need she has is met. She wants for not. Even me, me and her mom don't always see eye to eye, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I'm going to bite my tongue and just do what I got to do for her. Okay. So let's go there. Because you were talking about, you know, dating and, and kind of how she would then choose. And you and I kind of started our podcast on the same premise. You started yours so that your daughter could be more aware of kind of like the dating scene, love relationships and everything in between. Because that's the tagline of it. Yes, it is. And then I started mine so that my little sister could learn some things from me as far as things that I've learned that hopefully she doesn't have to figure out the hard way. Mm-hmm. With that, with you being the example, you showing your daughter what love looks like, what are some things that you would tell her that she needs to look for when she does decide to go out there and start dating or when she starts getting a crush on boys in school and all of those wonderful things that would probably start in what the next mm, 10 years. Well, if she's like my sister at seven, because the little boys have a crush on her now. So maybe four years for you. That's not going to be four. I will be at the school (laughs) every day. We don't want that little boys, but when she gets to high school, I hope. Oh, we at high school now. Oh, okay. I hope. All right. Be realistic now. I am. Oh. That's realistic. Okay. High school, do you, you would have more freedom with daddy. Now, mommy, I ain't got nothing to do with that. They can't come to my house, though. They'll get stumped out. They come to my house. Anyway. At all? Like nobody can come to your house? No. As a teenager? Your girlfriends can, but not your little boyfriend. No, oh. no. So you gonna be one of those people that like show up like with a gun in your waistband? I ain't gonna like daring him to come in. I ain't in? gonna have a gun. These hands work pretty well. Oh wow, sir. Mm-mm, those open in my house. You ain't paying no bills here. Anyway, I'm supposed to be giving tips to my daughter. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, cause. Because already this is not going well for the guy. So let's hear what you're going to say to your daughter. The first thing I would tell her is that if he has to prove it to you, not just say it. He has to show you, not just say it. If he really wants you, he has to show effort, energy, and communication. If he doesn't... Actions must line up with words. Yes, actions must line up with words. If they do not, it's a game. And then you need to drop it. You have to... You can't accept the I'm sorry's, but with, I'm sorry without change of behavior is just a decision. Mm-hmm. Number two. If, if they mess up and you and you forgive them, don't give them two, three, four, five chances. You can give them one, and people are human. But if they do it more than once, they made a decision. Don't expect that to change no matter what. Yeah, I had read that in a book too. Um, have Have you read the book called Boundaries? No. Okay. So I just came across it. I wish I had read it like mm, maybe seven years ago. So um, (laughs) it came out in like, I think as a matter of fact, maybe 10 years ago, because I think the book came out in 2011. I think that's what it said. But that's, that's one of the points that he was talking about in the book was that you have to have your certain set of boundaries. And what he emphasized is that your boundaries are not meant for somebody else. Mm -hmm. Meaning you don't force your boundaries on somebody, but you tell somebody, 
all right, well, if you cross my boundary, this is what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. So like the instance that you gave where, all right, well, if they mess up or whatever they do, if they do that one time, then it's like, all right, well, I don't do that. You do that again. I will be exiting the relationship kind of thing. So I do like that that's something that you would emphasize because I don't really think that's emphasized enough. I think sometimes we get to a point where we like to coddle or pacify people and we're like, oh, give them another chance, give them another chance, give them another chance. And then like, bro, like how many? Because like you were saying, once you go past one, you've now made a choice to do it. It's no longer an accident like how many times can i slip up and eat some cake before i really just made a decision to eat some cake you know what i'm saying See, we, i wasn't gonna bring up your situation with this whole cake problem <laughs> you'd be like i i i'm gonna stay focused get these abs going that's why i put the cake in the freezer mm-hmm, now then be like you know what one ain't gonna hurt mm-hmm, one ain't gonna hurt tomorrow neither but you make a decision though but you're gonna pay for it when you go work out Cause you gonna go a little extra hard, exactly. But and that's why I now cut it up and put it in the freezer, so I don't got to be looking at my delicious cake every day. I just because that thing gonna be gone by the end of the night. It will. Mm-hmm, Cause ooh, a slice. <laughs> I deserve this. I'm telling you, and they don't even be small slices oh. either. They be like, they be like them, you know, uh, cheesecake factory type slices. You know how like they cheesecake is not your average slice of cheesecake. It's like this. Big monstrosity of a slice. I've never been to the cheesecake. That'd be my. What? What? I don't eat cheesecake. Bro, they got more than cheesecake at Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, but it got ghetto, and then I'm like, "Mm -mm." oh my! All right, so we go on when I get to Detroit. Okay. Okay. (laughs) All right, so now that we have that established, and yes, what else would I tell her? Actions must line up with words. Boundaries must be enforced. That's what we've talked about so far. Sex does not equal love. Ooh, sex does not equal love. Ooh, tell us more. Sex is an action. Love is a feeling. If a guy is giving you pressure to do something that you're not ready to do, it's not love. Love is never forced. Love never hurts. So if you ever felt like you're being pressured to do something, if you are not sure 100% that you want to do this, don't. If you get a gut feeling for anything, don't do it. Trust your instincts. You are a woman. Trust your instincts. Your instincts tell the truth. If you don't feel safe, you always got your daddy. No matter where you are. I will find you. I don't care where you are. I'll be there. <laughs> All right, Liam Nielsen. Is that his name, Liam Nielsen? I don't know, Neeson? but just like that. Liam Nielsen? Mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about. Okay, I knew exactly who you're talking I don't know his name either. <laughs> but yes, if you feel unsafe at any point, I'm going to tell her, when you go on a date, you need to drop your location to people you trust. You must drop your location to people you trust. Because just because you like him don't mean he couldn't go left. And if you don't want to share with me because I'm crazy, share with somebody else you're comfortable with who didn't call me because they know I'm crazy. But you know what, though? That's real because I I got at least 15 people that track yeah. me. <laughs> or at least that like I share locations with and they are all around the country. So it's not like even people in my like local space, like most of my friends and quite a few of my family members have my location. I'm one of them at all times. <laughs> I'm like, one of them. Like, no, yeah, you want. Like, hey, what exactly. you doing here? Exactly. What you shopping again? God dog. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, who's she running? <laughs> that thing just keep on moving real quick. <laughs> oh, I'm moving that that gone fast. I know I'm not doing that. Oh. Not the way I be feeling afterwards. <laughs> Mm-mm. But yeah, those three things are, are three important things that I'm going to give to my daughter. And then when she becomes an adult, she will always be able to find this podcast that I'm doing, mm-hmm. which is okay. You got that's like you got the baby food. Now, here's some real food. 
Mm-hmm. His daddy getting deep into what you should know. This is now you graduate to real food. Like now she's getting baby food. I'm showing her, you know, baby food bottle. But then now it's going to be okay. Now we've got to step up to, you know, cereal hard, you know. But then you're going to be on your own and need to make your own food. I got some recipes for you. If you want a dad, if you want a man like your dad, then your dad's gonna tell you how to do that. And I feel like it's a le- it's e- these are episodes that are intended for my daughter. But any young woman, th- but this is set for her at a adult age, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm cussing, I'm saying all type of stuff. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. by that time you grown, I don't care. But this is for anyone else who's like, I can't figure out why these dudes are the way that they are. I'll tell you. And I'll tell you how to avoid that or how I'm not going to tell you how to keep your dude if he trash. Right. Because we don't want that. I'm going to help you realize. I'm going to help you realize he trash. So if any woman out there is dating someone now, how can she recognize that, all right, this may not be the best person for me. What are you looking for? Are you looking for a husband? A roommate? A F buddy? Most women are going to say they want a serious relationship. Now, does he have the ambition to take care of you? The drive to provide for you? The intelligence to know what to do if something goes awry? I make this point to every last one of my friends. If you are in an emergency and you can't call the person you're having sex with, you need to not have sex with that person. Makes sense. Okay. Yeah, makes sense. He should be the first person you call. Like I literally stopped talking to women because we were in a physical relationship, but they called their best friend. I'm like, oh, why you didn't call me? Oh, because I didn't want to burden you. That if we trying to build something, you need to call your protector first, your provider first. So you you wrote them off because of that. But what if that's yes. not how they were raised? So what if they what if their father wasn't in the household, and what if their mom is all they've known? So that was her first phone call was like, well, let me call my mom or let me call one of my homegirls. This goes back to an apology without changed behavior is a decision. So, yeah, okay, the first time, okay, you don't call me or you needed something done, you called your best friend, okay. So, I told you, if you need help, let me know. All right? All right, cool. Let's go on this date. All right. Second time, oh, my tire went flat. Oh, I'm going to call my brother. You could have called me. I know how to change a tire. If you are coming, especially if you're coming to me, you need to let me handle that because I'm not looking at you as just some jump off. I'm looking at you as somebody I can potentially be with. And then the third strike happened when something else happened to her car and she called her best friend and not me. I'm like, you were down the street from my house. Okay. You know what? Mm -hmm. This is a pattern. You're not ready to be that person that you say you want to be. You say you want to be a wife, but you're not really giving up that vulnerability side. Right. Which is key. So if you don't trust me to do basic, help you get your stuff right, how are you going to trust me in a marriage? How are you going to trust me in a regular relationship? We got bills coming up. Are you going to trust me to pay them? Or are you just going to be like, well, he said he took care of it. You know, you got to have trust, communication, all this stuff. Very true. So, yeah, any young lady who thinks that, who doesn't know if their guy is their guy, is he what you would want a husband to be? Is he on PS5 all day? Is he helping you when you need help? If your car caught a flat, would you call him? Is he the first person you call? 
If that answer is no, then you don't, you don't, you do not need to be in that relationship. Okay. When, when, when a man gives away his daughter, I'm saying, I give you her. That's big. I took Mm -hmm. it serious when it happened to me. It, this, she is not, it, it, some people say it's like a possession thing. It's not, it's more of a, this is the person I am entrusting with you. Yeah, I think that's a protection thing. That's how her husband and wife gets. Yeah. Yes, because I am releasing, I am letting go and letting her be with her husband. Big step. Huge step. Huge step. You have to trust this man like you trust your daddy. Daddy been there all your life. If people thought about it like that, the, the man you trust the most it don't have to be your daddy, but the man who you trust the most. Every woman should have a man that they trust mm-hmm. with something. Brother, cousin, uncle, whatever. The man who gives you away at your wedding. Would that man give you away to this dude? Your most trusted man should be the one you talk to about your person. Because he's going to tell you the truth. Because the last thing he wants to do is see you hurt. So what happens if someone told them the truth, but now because, because, so this is what I think what happens to us as women sometimes is we will get Mm -hmm. head over heels for someone. So now we've got all of our emotions wrapped up into this person. And then someone comes along and says, uh, I don't really, I don't really see this for you. I don't really, this don't look too good. This really don't seem like a, seem like a connection. And what if it seems like it's falling on deaf ears? Do you just say, okay, well, I tried to tell them, so that's all I can do. Do you try again? Do you encourage them to do something else? What would, what would you say in that kind of situation? It's called receipts. receipts. I'm very big on receipts. If you have an issue and you bring it to my attention. Okay. Let me log that. Oh, so now y'all back to, okay, cool. Y'all cool. All right. Cool. Oh, he did. I had to do ABC, XYZ. I had to pay all the bills this month. What do you do? Nothing. Oh, okay. Let me log that too. Oh, I want to get married to him. Then, you know, I got a list in the notes app. Oh, you keeping those for real, for real. Of all the things he did wrong. <laughs> okay. I'm an accountant. I'm going to keep notes. And so I'm like, okay, I want you to review this document with me. Did any of these behaviors change to something positive? Or are you still paying all the bills? You still can't depend on him. You still can't rely on him. You still struggling and he ain't trying to do nothing. I'm going to tell you. And then I'm going to say, you make the best decision for you. I will always be here. But once you say I do, I have to take a step back. I have to, because you made a decision that this is the person you're going to marry. I must step back. But no, when you fall, if when I, would, I won't say when, if you fall, I will be there. And I'll, all I can do is give you reassurance that I'm not going anywhere. That's all you could do once you're an adult. You made this a decision as an adult. I would hope that the things that I said to you resonated. I hope that you saw something in him that you see in me. And that's all I could do. So let's say like we want some preliminary things to maybe prevent this from happening. So you've already said that first thing you would do is say actions must line up with words. And then have the boundaries in place. And then basically for them to be the man, like literally look for those cues that they're looking for to say, okay, is this, does this person have the potential to be my future husband or what I expect for a husband to be? Let's say she goes on that first date, or maybe she's dating in that first We'll just go with three months. Three months seems to be a magic number from what I hear on these internet streets. Mm -hmm. What are, 
like what would be some questions or what would be some things that you would want your daughter to look for or even to ask to see, all right, well, is this man in fact looking for, is he looking for a serious relationship as well? Is he just trying to pacify me? Does he just want to be roommates? Does he just, you know, want this to be a wham, bam? Thank you, ma'am. How does one get to the bottom of that? What is your intent with our relationship? Simple. Okay, just go straight for the kill. What is your intent, sir? A simple question. Because you're asking a direct question. Now, if he hits you with the, oh, I'm just trying to catch a vibe. He just trying to hit. I just trying to catch a vibe. He just want to keep you Mm -hmm. close enough where he can do stuff with you, but not really commit to you. So another type of guy would be like, well, I'm dating with purpose. And I am trying to find out who my forever is. This is another line that sounds good. Okay. One thing that was taken that was never said was with you. So that means he's he may be having you may be the only one he's dating, but he's keeping his options open. Okay, so this so that one would be further down the line. So maybe after they've been dating a few months. Yes. Now I would say a man knows his intent within three months. Right. I know if I just want to hit, if I just want to hang out with you cool people, or I I can see myself building something with you. Yeah, I mean, like, this ain't something we want to ask on date number one. No, like three months in. Three months, all right. These are the questions. You In three months, you're getting to know, that's the 90-day quote-unquote phase, but I don't, if you want to have sex, do it. Just be safe. Okay. You know, you grown, do you, be safe. But okay, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go, go ahead. Is there a such thing though as having sex too early? No. No such thing. No. So first date, no such thing. No. So you wouldn't see a woman differently or nothing like that. No. Okay. No, this is me. This is me. Okay. Well, what about others? If you, if a you got friends, right? I, I don't. I can't talk. I can't talk about others because my <laughs> friends are like me. All of my friends are like me. Okay. So you know, Chris, M, all of them, they we all act right. just okay. like. Mm-hmm. So if we hit it off and the and everything went well and we decided that we want to take it there, we previously discussed. We've been having discussions for weeks, Facetimes, conversations. So even though it's a first date, it's not the first time we're interacting. Okay, got it. And so the energy may be there. We may want to take it there. And that's fine. Like you're an adult, I'm an adult, I consent. Do you consent? Then we could you're gonna have to test drive it anyway. Cause if I'm lacking in that department, you know, you might be like, oh, pause, <laughs> I need to, I need to reconsider mm-hmm. this agreement. You might not be right for me in that department. I need you to get it there. You got three more tries. All right. So pause. Yeah. What about those who may be abstaining or want to abstain until Mm -hmm. marriage? How do they then handle these types of situations? Okay. With that type of situation, you have to be upfront and honest immediately. You have to set that boundary. Like date number one. Yes. you. I have to know that if you think that something's going to go down, it's not. And hopefully we've talked about this previously where I'm not going on a date thinking I'm going to change your mind. Or, there's some dudes out there like that. Mm-hmm. But if I know the, the deal and I say, okay, I'm cool with that. Then a counter would be so are we just talking intercourse or can some other stuff go down? Like, and you know, we, you know, <laughs> have everything else, but you know, <laughs> okay. these are questions that need to be had. That's true. Yeah. So if you're abstaining, it's like, okay, are we abstaining from everything? Because if you, it's cool. But if like, cause that would help me understand that mm-hmm. hey, I got needs. I'm not a virgin. So if we decide to do this, then it's going to be like, I might have some needs. Okay. Like, 
how are we going to come to like, that's the first step of coming to a compromise. And these early conversations let you know how people compromise. All right. So what if we're in the era of blind dates? So Mm -hmm. some people set them up. So I'm abstaining. Someone set me up on a blind date. This is literally my first day. I have not had any conversations with this person. Like all this is going to be fresh. Am I bringing it up then? Oh, you dating at first sight. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Dating at first sight. Don't do that. Don't do that. Okay, cool. Have a converse. I would say you need to have a preliminary, like they do a pre-date now, quote unquote pre-date. Oh, pre-date. Oh, okay. This You have to have a pre-conversation. Have a pre-conversation. Exchange numbers. If y'all decide y'all want to exchange picks, do it. Or if you want to keep it to where, hey, let's not exchange. Let's just have, let's just talk. That's that's also an option. Now, if he dropped a penis pick, then you know, mm, okay, we're not going on this day. <laughs> He already showing me his meats and right. I ain't got time. Cause then now you're, you're saving time. Cause more than likely he would have been like, Oh, I'm about to come smash this real quick. Mm-hmm. Like his intent is shown in conversation. Right. Like but if he has the same thing, same goals as you, the people who are hooking y'all up should know what you both want. Like they were the experts. Mm-hmm. They need to come and match y'all together to make this work. Well, we know the experts can get it wrong. I don't watch the show, but I have seen you heard about it. I didn't, my timeline that the experts it, got it wrong. It, it ain't nobody perfect neither. That's but true. If, but if I feel I have a friend for you and I think you two would be perfect, I'm going to talk to your cousin and be like, hey, what do you think about this dude with her? Like, we don't talk for a minute because she may know some deeper stuff, woman stuff that I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I might know this guy deeper than she would know or whatever. So we're going to put two and two together. And I'm like, okay, what do you think? You think they should, we should exchange their numbers with them and, you know, kind of get this, get them in the group chat and then tell them to, hey, y'all go do y'all thing. Right. And just see if it naturally happens. Like, cause the only thing a guy got to do after he gets to know you for a little bit, hey, when are you free to go out? Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Conversation leads to courtship. Like, don't rush it. We're not rushing forever. Right. I tell people this all the time. We are not rushing forever. Why am I in the Facebook group and y'all trying to marry me off? I ain't here for that. I'm here to have fun. I'm here to get drunk and have fun. <laughs> I got this Casamigas <laughs> and I'm about to be Casamiga in this. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. I'm here to turn up. But, you know, but I think what happens, I go back. Oh, man. What's that song? Uh-oh. It's, um, it's by, anyway, the song is by Dwele. And. Oh, um, Weekend Love? No, it's not Weekend Love. But, but basically what he said is that the girl was like, where is this going? And, um, he was like. Well, I don't know. And she was like, well, I'm leaving because the clock is ticking. Because he was like, somebody clock ticking. And I think sometimes that's what can happen, too. Because as we know, some women, a lot of women are getting married later and starting to establish these relationships later. And once you, it's like literally once you maybe start to hit 30s, particularly mid 30s, Cause you know, people kind of look at you crazy. If you talk about popping out kids in your forties, although it's not as uncommon as it used to be. Yeah. Like one of our friends. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Like what? Yeah, exactly. You trip. But yeah, but this comes to my point of having initial conversation, talking about intent. Mm -hmm. Now, I wouldn't say dismiss a brother if he didn't know or if he was like, oh, well, I like you. I want to get to know you and I'm open to this. That's fine. So let him be open to it and, you know, see where it goes. If the conversation is there, if he's finding himself liking you more and more. And now he's thinking about it. Okay, I know your intent. You you are dating with intent. I know this. So because I'm 
I chose to continue to date you knowing this. So I know down the line, you're going to want to know, okay, where are we going with this? Mm -hmm. Because you let me know up front, hey, this is my intent. If you're not going to be on this path with me, then I have to get off. But you you told, he knew the deal. So should people put a timeline on it? Like, all right, well, I'm not going to say nothing, but if maybe he hasn't proposed or we haven't even talked about marriage and we've been dating for three years, I'm out. Okay. So the problem was, this is how I feel, but I'm not going to say nothing. No, no. You need to say it. We Men are not mind readers. Mm-hmm. Men don't catch clues like you got these little bride books everywhere in the house. Every time I go to the bathroom, I see another bride book. <laughs> I don't know what this means. You just looking at bride stuff. Okay, cool. We don't pick up on clues. Mm-hmm. We have to have a conversation about, hey, I see us getting married sooner rather than later. How do you feel about it? Do you feel like you're ready to take that step to make a more serious commitment in our relationship? Any adult grown man is going to think, hmm, this has been the most amazing time of my life. Yeah, we may get into it from time to time, but that's normal. Like, can I, a man's going to sit back and ask himself this. Can I see myself with this person for the rest of my life? Mm -hmm. So you're saying that a woman would have to be more forward because- from uh, from my school of thought, I would mm-hmm. have never, never <laughs> asked that or even said that. It, or at least I wouldn't have said, um, you know, do you see us getting married? I Honestly, I'm not quite sure. I think for me, a big part of me would have wanted him to say something regarding marriage because I think I would feel like that if I bought it up, then... I would almost be forcing his hand and maybe it wouldn't be, you know, genuine. No, no, no. You, you, for, you are forcing his hand because we don't, we don't know how you feel. You feel like you want to get married sooner rather than later. He like, mm, we can get married later than sooner. But you're like, no, Negro, if we don't keep doing this, we need, I need, I need something. I need, I need a commitment mm-hmm. of a serious magnitude. To show me that you're all in. You have to force his hand. Like back in the day, marriage was guaranteed. Right. It it was kind of like you get somebody or you get somebody pregnant. That's your wife now. Mm -hmm. Bye. Now it's more of men don't, we never look at marriage. We look at companionship. We look at, can I trust this person? Like, can I build something with you? Like, we don't think marriage because marriage brings that all together. Mm-hmm. Now, you tell me I want to be married. Do you see us doing that? Because if he says no, you need to leave. Oh, so what if he says, what if, okay, what if he says, I don't know? That's not a yes or a no. Do I leave? I don't know. Don't work. Okay. Because you sitting up here confused and I can't be led by somebody confused. <laughs> okay. If you confused about a yes or no question, I need to care. It's as simple as that. Men are simple creatures. If you ask us, if you ask me what your heart's desire is, it's my job to make it happen. Okay. You tell me what you want. So if a man says, you know, I mean, you are just this wonderful woman. Everything is so great about you. I don't know. Like you make me nervous or something like that. I don't know if I'm the man for you. Okay. So be gone. So the man for me can find me. Because you're going to sit up here and say, I don't know if I'm the man for you. Then you're questioning yourself. And that's a questionable leadership. So she should be out. I don't know. I don't know if I want to pay this bill. <laughs> That's a problem. You, you can't be flimsy. With, you got to be on it. A husband got to be on it. 
you can't submit to somebody who don't know nothing. Okay. So if I'm hearing you correctly, what you're saying is if a man is like, I don't know if I'm a, if I don't know if I'm the man for you, they'd be like, all right, sir. Thank you so much. Have a great day. I'm out. Um, call me when you do know, and I'm going to move on to the next one. Yes, and he's going to be playing Jodeci. Baby, I'm begging. <laughs> Baby, I'm begging. Because he realized he didn't drop the dime, and somebody else about to pick it up. <laughs> now, it's up to the woman to be like, oh, you reconsidered, huh? Mm-hmm. You reconsidered your options. Okay, so tell me now, how do you feel? I still don't know. Okay, I still got to go. Then, hey, you can't be with no dude who don't know what he's doing. Because, you know, like sometimes we are nurturers by heart. So we try to encourage, be like, no, babe, there's nothing wrong with you whatsoever. You're just so awesome and you're great and you're this and you're that and da, 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 da. But you saying, leave that. Okay. Let me, let me, let me, let me tell you. Okay. Go ahead. Take your breast out of his mouth. (laughs) You talking about you want a husband. A husband is a leader. (laughs) You can't coddle a dude. He has to stand on his own two feet. His own two feet. Mm-hmm. He has to know without a shadow of a doubt. Because vows are real. Yes, they are. That paper is real. Because that divorce is expensive. Yes, it is. You don't make a decision like this without being all in and knowing you're all in with her. If he can't tell you that, he's not the one for you. And the guy who should be for you He's getting curved because you're in a relationship with somebody who isn't ready for you. Mm-hmm. Why are you wasting time with somebody else when your husband's walking right by you? Ooh, do y'all hear that? Do y'all hear that? Y'all sitting up here messing with somebody who don't even, who ain't even sure. And your husband could be walking past, but y'all don't even notice because you're too busy messing with somebody that's not even clear. Somebody confused. He see you every day. He just speak to you. How you doing? You, your hair look real pretty today. You know, being just nice. All all along, he was sent by God. And you just, you know, not even paying attention. He might be at the church or something like that. You know, oh, but I respect your situation. I wouldn't want to disrespect. Mm-hmm. He ain't going to even say nothing. Because mm-hmm. he got the teeth from the, all the church girls. Like, hey, she dating somebody? Yeah, she got a boyfriend. Oh, okay. I'm gonna back up then. That it happens. It does. That's true. It does happen. You know, he be at singles ministry. You don't be there. But the one time after you dropped him and you went to singles ministry, he right there, like, oh, how you doing? <laughs> waiting, waiting, because he found his wife. He just waiting, waiting for you to become available. I found my wife. So what about for um? Because I hear this a lot. I think it's crazy, personally. Mm -hmm. But so what about for, I ain't got this problem because I'm vertically challenged. But if a woman is tall and she's like, well, I don't want to date anybody that's shorter than me. I'm not doing it. What say you? That's her decision. Okay. But you can't be mad if all the five, five dudes pushing up on you. Hey, 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 down here. You know, because they're going to shoot their shot. He said, he said down here. <laughs> like, hey, hey, hey. Okay, so Slim and DTE are my two co-hosts. Yeah. Slim is taller than DTE. Oh, is she? I didn't know. Well, you know, I ain't never met them. So. Well, they ain't, you ain't never met them yeah. yet. So, to me, it's funny. Because I'm tower over both of them. I'm 6'2". Mm-hmm. But she never gave a short dude a chance like that until him. Mm-hmm. And she can't stop smiling. Just the cheese, as we call her. Exactly. I have a friend who was the exact same way. She was like, I'm not dating nobody shorter than me. Like this dude pursued her. He was completely head over heels for her. And she was like, he too short. And I was like, ma'am, if this man has all of the other character qualifications and you are curving him over something that he absolutely cannot control, that's the genetics, that's what he had, but he meets all the other qualifications, why would you not give this man a try? Exactly. I, I would say to any woman out here listening to this podcast, 
I've been preaching. I know. I've been telling y'all a good word. Now I'm going to keep it going. Hello. Hallelujah. All right. So even you have your, you have the things that are your non-negotiables. Get that. Now, when you start to find out all these men folk ain't meeting those non-negotiables, you might want to put something in the negotiable box. Not shortness may be one of those things. Like, yeah, maybe you can't wear your heels. You'd be all right, Tay Tay. <laughs> wear them flats and be happy. But don't it don't hurt to look outside of the box. But the worst that can happen, oh, it the relationship's over. And see, but, I feel like there should be there should be a, a absolutely that's required. And, and, and the things that are absolutely required, in my opinion, they should be character things. Like you want somebody that's honest, that's willing to be vulnerable, that clearly has the capacity to be a husband, like character. And then yeah, after character. that, you should have your preferences. Like this would be mm-hmm. nice, but if I don't have it, but he has everything in the character box, I still might give this dude a try. And I feel like that's the way that we as women should start looking at men like is the character intact first because the character can take you a mighty long way i would say because somebody is shorter than me by a few inches or not okay, the so, skin hue that i'm looking for yeah we're going to talk about that oh, okay, okay. The, the character his demeanor how he treats people his work ethic that should be the most important Right. Like, is he driven to handle his business? Is he begging you for money? Like, cause he can be tall and broke. Hello. He can be tall. It ain't nothing. But <laughs> is he a the right dude for you internally? Like, yeah, you can go take him to a dermatologist. He got skin problems. You can get some of those um them heel things in the shoes if he a little short. <laughs> He'd be wearing little platforms. It'd be all right. <laughs> but those character traits, you're gonna you're gonna want the internal stuff more when you become a wife. Like right now, yeah, you might look at more physical, but it's going to matter. Like, how is credit doing? Mm-hmm. He tall, but he got back or he got three hundred skull. I don't know what we're gonna do with that. Yeah, get out them people face is what you're gonna do. I do believe that there needs to be a physical component there. Like you should at least be attracted to the person. Now they may not need to be a 10 out of 10, but when you look at this man, you should at least find him attractive. Now, if you just don't find him attractive and that just ain't your cup of tea, then since that's, that's not your cup of tea. And personally, I just don't think it would work. I, I don't see it. I, okay. I tried it back in my heyday and I was like, if only he, if only now see now this if only thing this if only thing because if you look at the physical like okay maybe you got to have a black man you got to be somewhat in shape and close or near my height okay doable Mm -hmm. but if you stuck on those physical traits it's never going to work you're never going to fully open right i mean and actually give him a shot really cool dude but i he just wasn't doing it for me in the in the looks department. And that's fine. But if you haven't found someone else, <laughs> then hey, maybe go ahead and give Flavor Flav another shot. Oh no. You know, tell him tell him that you can only date in the dark. Oh no. So just candlelight dinners all the time. Uh-uh. But candlelight with the camera off. What? <laughs> the camera off. You can talk to me. <laughs> I just can't see you. Oh, my, my, my. I'm trying to help. This is helpful advice. If he is facially challenged, put a picture of Tyrese or whatever your favorite celebrity is and tell him to put that on his face. Wow. Denzel from Malcolm X. Everybody loved Denzel from Malcolm X. Just, you know, have him put the face on (laughs) and with the hand up and everything. You'll be all right. But he's a good, clean, wholesome man. He just fugly. You all right? Ugly men is good men too. They are, but I, he just need a haircut. But the thing is, 
my fine is not equivalent to somebody else's fine. Like this every is true. everyone, every every woman does not like Denzel. Every woman does not like you know Shamar Moore or Morris Chestnut. Mm. Every woman. Some women not. like me, and I don't even know why. Sir, <laughs> they think my voice is sexy. I don't know. I've been talking a lot of craziness right now. But they like, ooh, your voice sexy. Yeah, mm-hmm, I mean, but I'm a handful. Because you be coming on here, you be giving us that podcast voice. First of all, this is the podcast voice. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That you was know, my preacher voice on, before. On that was the preacher podcast, man. your podcast, you be giving people your podcast voice. Oh, the welcome to the Iron Sharpens Iron exactly. podcast brought to you by the Ice Podcast Network. Exactly. Yeah, that. Yeah, but you know, I got to do what I got to do to myself, man. Come on, listen to this thing. You know I mean, what I'm you know, you, you, you a singer too, right? So, you know. I don't sing no more. I do taxes. <laughs> I retired from the game. But I'm these saying, you, know, you, you can you can pull that out of you, you know, if you that, want to. See, that's in the back pocket if I got to use it. In the back it. pocket, okay. It's in the back pocket, but you know, I got this tax work though. This okay, gotcha. I got this business. So you're gonna attract her with taxes more so than the singing voice. That's your plan. Um, I got this business. Oh. I take care of business. <laughs> And I'm trying to get in your business. Oh, wow, Lord. Okay. I'm into that. Because <laughs> you into that. All right. All right. Tony. Yeah, frat. Tony Baker. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But, Lord. yeah, this is my, these are just my thoughts. And I feel like a lot of women don't hear this. Mm-hmm. Like a sane person just saying how he feels and how he thinks a lot of men like him. College educated, black, tall, employed, single head, single as hell. This is what we think about. <laughs> and you know, those who are actually in therapy or went to therapy and got over that, like so a lot of dudes need to go to therapy. That's true. And so I I encourage all my homies to do so. Girl, I've been rambling on your stuff about ah. I know. That went by fast, didn't it? It did. Okay. Well, you know, I like to keep it to an hour. So, yeah, I know. That's why I said so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could have kept going. I just, hey, this would have been part two. But, um, all right. <laughs> so, thank you for the wisdom that you have given us as far as things that we should look for. So, ladies, what it sounds like Sam has told us is that the actions and the words should line up. Oh yes, and that we need to have our boundaries in place. And if that person comes across our boundaries, then we are the ones who leave. We don't enforce it on them, but we say, "All right, well, you cross my boundaries, so therefore I'm out." And then you should have an idea of what you would like for your mate to to be. Just in general, what your thought of a husband or a serious mate, whatever that is. Have an idea. Or who or who or who does he emulate? Okay. Is it your pastor? Is it your an uncle? example? An example. You should know a man that you like, hey, I like his style. Okay. And let it be somebody you know personally. You know, TV is TV. So somebody yeah, the, the you TV know is, personally. yeah. Well, you know, maybe the math teacher you had a crush on. I don't know. Okay. We'll go with that. We'll go with that. All right. We'll go with that. <laughs> and um, what else did we talk about? So we talked about your, well, I talked about preferences, character versus preferences mm-hmm. with that. And Girl, you just going to have to listen back because we didn't say the last stuff. Yeah, we did. Because I don't remember half the things I didn't say it already. Oh, man, I got you. I got you. <laughs> and then most importantly, though, the one thing we did say is that if he says, I don't know. Or I don't think I'm the man for you, sis. That's your clue to exit. Mm-hmm. That, that means you are correct, and I'm out. I don't care how good it is. I don't care how these toes make it curl. I don't care if he say I ain't the man for you. Then look, girl, you better put on them Nikes and start running. Take it exactly for what he said, sis. If a man says it, he means it. Don't let a man tell you he don't want you twice. That's all I'm saying. There it is. Hmm. Yes, Lord. <laughs> All right. Well, Sam, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Sir, do you have any parting words? How can the wonderful people find you? 
you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at InfamousBlue5. Oh, that's the podcast voice. And you can find the Iron Sharpens Iron podcast on all <laughs> podcast platforms. I follow Takara too. I'll be messing around on her stuff too. <laughs> this is the podcast voice that you will get all the time. Not the pastor, not the deacon or anything like that. Well, you might get the deacon. He show up sometimes. But neither here nor there. I've been talking all day. It's been a pleasure. I listen. Long time listener. <laughs> Thank you so much. So everybody, I will definitely make sure that I put all of Sam's information into the show notes. And I really hope that you all enjoyed today's episode and that you got some very good key points from this as well. And please make sure that you like, you subscribe, leave us a comment. And until next time, bye. Bye. Bye.